Hey, hey. Are you in sales and you want to know how to smash that glass ceiling? Do you want to make more money than you ever thought was possible? You're in the right place. My name's Sandra Carter. I've been in commercial real estate for over two decades and I know how to sell. I'm going to teach you the habits, the formulas, the tips, the tricks, and the tools that you will need to be a superstar salesperson in whatever field you're in. So sit back, relax, tune in and listen to my podcast, Million Dollar Agent, and let's smash some glass ceilings together. This episode is brought to you by M2 Moringa. Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, it's Sandra again, and welcome to episode 31. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about the best $9 you will ever spend. Now, why am I telling you this? Because learn from my mistakes, people, and This should be the very first thing they teach you in Property 101 whenever you go and do your license, whenever you go and uh, apply to be a salesperson, whenever you start in someone's office, they should be telling you this, but they don't. So I'm going to tell you what I've learned and what you need to do. And look, this applies to all sales roles, really, if you're selling big ticket items and you want to know who you're dealing with, this is the nine best $9 you'll ever spend, free podcast. This is going to save you thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay, so what is it? It is a company search on ASIC. Now, it's not hard to do. Anybody can do it. This is public information we're talking about. So all you need to do is go to the Connect Online ASIC web site and it's http for the forward slashes connectonline.asic.gov.au and you go to their registry search now i'm going to put a link to this i've got it automatically saved on my computer i've had it on there a long time but i'm going to tell you a story about why it's so important to do this particularly if you're in property you're leasing somebody a property or you're selling somebody a property and there's a company name you need to do the search. It'll tell you things like when the company was incorporated, so how long they've been in business under that company name, who the directors are, who the shareholders are, who the secretary is, and more often than not, they'll have the accountant's details in there with an address as a place of business. They'll also normally have the director's personal address in there. So if you're dealing with somebody and they're giving you kind of fluffy information and they're not telling you the whole big picture, that's a red flag for me. So, and I do this for every single lease I do anyway. I do a company search. Unless the guy's given me his own personal name or the girl's given me her own personal name, then I want to know where they live. I want to know an asset and liability statement. And you should be doing these checkups for the company as well. But when you get a company, it's a little bit more, well, it's a little less transparent. It's more smoke and mirrors sometimes. And if you get a couple, there's a couple of red flags you need to look out for when you're dealing with a company. Now, I'll tell you a story about what happened to me and one of the red flags that you need to look out for. So you get an application. You're dealing with the company. And the person you're dealing with who seems to be the front person is nowhere to be seen on the application, nowhere to be seen on the paperwork. So that particular person is the talker, the front person, the money money guy. But 
then they're not giving you any other information about themselves. They're giving you another person's email address or another person's details and it's under a company name. There's there's red flags there, you know, because normally the director of a company, if it's a small company, is a decision maker. And normally if there's another person as the front man on paper, that's a red flag. So what you want to do is you want to go to this website, connect online, for the ASIC website and do a company search under the name. Now, it's really easy. If they've given you part of the company name, you just need to ask for their ABN or their ACN and you can search it that way. When you find it, you'll get a screen that pops up. And it usually if the ACN and the ABN are incorrect, you're not going to find it. That's another red flag. And you need to ask them, give me the correct ACN or ABN for this particular company. Then you can find it. When you click on it, You'll have some options to actually select uh, historical data, current data, those sort of things. Now, at the very, very top of the screen, you will see an ASIC search register section, and it'll have two little drop-down boxes. One says select and one says name or number. So you want to select the company or organization business name at the first one and then for the name it says four and there's a space you can type into and type in the company name that they've given you into that section now i'm going to do this while i'm recording for a company Now, it'll, the next screen will give you a list of companies that have those names and you have to pick the right one. And the, the giveaway is usually the ACN or the ABN, which is the number in the second column. And then the last giveaway, make sure you're in the right state because there could be two companies with similar names in two different states. You're dealing with, if you're in Queensland, and make sure the ABN's right and that the company you're selecting is in Queensland. You click on the company name. And it'll bring you up another screen with the company summary. It'll have the ABN, the ACN, the registration date of the company. It'll have the type of company, whether it's a proprietary limited. Uh, It'll have where the office is registered to. And it'll also have the regulator, which is ASIC normally. And when you scroll down, there's this little PDF clicker on the right-hand side, which gives you a summary of the company. Now, if you're dealing with a client, you want to say you've done your homework, you can actually save that into your file. I'm dealing with this company. Here is their ACN and ABN and when they were registered. So that's just the first part in your due diligence, if you like, when you're dealing with a particular company. Then we go down a bit further. Now, the very second section is information for purchase. Now, we're going to be spending some money. You're going to I have saved my card details into ASIC because I do this all the time. So you need a credit card, but this is where you're going to spend $9. And trust me, my friend, it is the best $9 you'll ever spend. You can find out so much information. And if people have told you something and it matches what is actually registered with the regulator, then that's a really good sign because red flags, I mean, we're on the Gold Coast, we're in Queensland, you've got to have your dukes up when you're dealing with people because not you're not often getting what people are saying. You're not, you know, it's there is a little bit of um, 
smoke and mirrors involved. So we're going to click, we're going to click on select item nine dollars. Scroll down, add to cart, and then we're going to check it out. Check out, do, 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 and then go to your shopping cart. Pay now. Put your email address in. This is all coming by email, and it comes instantaneously. So that is the nice thing about it is you don't have to wait for it. You're going to get it straight away. So it's not something that's particularly time consuming. It's just something that you really should be doing every time you're dealing with a company. You want to find out who you're dealing with. You want to find out who the directors are. And if you're doing a lease, you need to know who the directors are because they're the people that go on the lease. They're the people that are going to be the guarantor. So yeah, just make sure you're doing this company search. Now the red flags, again, when you when you get the results and you, you'll get a little link and it says view company view current company information. You click on that. Now, if you've been dealing with Joe Blogs and you do a company, you get the company extract from that company, and you you scroll down, it's about four pages, and page two is kind of the information we're looking for. So you want to find out where the company is registered to and you want to see if there's any cross-reference between the address that they've given you on their application and the address in the current information. It might be their personal address. You can actually do a search. If you're in real estate, you can do a search to see if the person lives at that address, if they're renting that address or if they own it. So there's other things like other sort of background information you can do on that person. You want to find out who the directors are. Now here's another red flag. If the director is not a shareholder, a little bit of a red flag there. So it doesn't, I mean, some people structure these things for certain reasons, but to me, if the, if one of the directors, if there's a completely random individual who's a hundred percent of a shareholder, you need to do some snooping. I know that sounds a bit, uh, untrusting but look you you don't just go with one red flag you need a few so if you the guy who you're talking to is not giving you any of his personal information if he's not on any of the current company extract if there's a third party involved who's the shareholder if the front guy is the director but not a shareholder and nothing to do with the guy you deal with okay there's three red flags there you need to start google stalking these this company and, and scratch deeper, the actual people you've met, the people on the extract, find out more about them because you, you have a duty of care to your landlord or to, to the seller even on a contract that the company is legit and things are going to actually happen. So yeah, this is my short but sweet little podcast on making sure you do your homework. Seriously, the best $9 ever spent. And what's $9 these days? I, I was talking to my husband about this. You can't even buy a whole foot-long Subway for $9. My kids eat Subway like it's going out of fashion. And yay, Subway. But, you know, it's not a lot of money. Don't think, oh, it's all going to add up. I'll tell you what will happen if you don't do a search and this thing backfires on you. You are going to regret it. All you need to do, to do is do a search. And it's your when you're doing a lease, you need to do this anyway. But if you're selling, I don't know, expensive motor vehicles, for instance, and you've got a person that's coming in and they want to they 
you know, go on a higher purchase on a very, very expensive motor vehicle and they want to put it in a company name, would you do a company search? Most likely. Most likely. So, again, it can be used for lots of different reasons, but in property in particular, you need to have this up your sleeve as one of your particular go-to tools that you're going to go and get a company search done, and it's really easy. Again, I'll put the link to Connect Online, which is the ASIC website. It takes you straight there. Go and look yourself up. If you've got a company that's registered, go and look yourself up. Anybody can find out who you are, and that's the scary thing. It's public information it's public knowledge so that's it that's my short but sweet little podcast best nine dollars you'll ever spend and yeah just cover your back make sure you know everything about everyone you know there's a lot of this is the the age of the scam this is the you know every you're buying stuff on facebook you want to be checking your uh, contacts out if someone's trying to sell you something you want to do your background search on there because there's people are opportunists. There's so many people out to get you that, you know, this is big ticket stuff. We, we have to protect ourselves as agents. So yeah, that's $9. Anyway, that's it from me. Episode 31. Have a great week. I'm so happy it's January. It's, we're finally starting to fire up. It's a big day today. Now it is going to be a fabulous year this year. So that's it. That's a wrap. What's, what's the podcast about? Spend $9 on an ASIC search. Find out who you're dealing with. My name's Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial agent. You can find me on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. You can also check out my website, Million Dollar Agent, and keep selling hard. Make sure you find out who you're dealing with. Spend that $9 and smash that glass ceiling. Now, before I go, I just want to talk to you about the M2 Moringa drink I drink every morning. In my last podcast, I said I have to make sure I drink my green, dirty dishwater health shake. That's not the Moringa. I do that as well as. The Moringa is from the Miracle Tree, and you must get yourself onto this stuff. M2 Moringa. Look it up. I'll put a link to the website in the show notes below. But seriously, life-changing, throwing away all of my pills, this stuff... If you're low in iron, it'll fix it. It fixes most problems. It, that's why they call it the miracle tree. Seriously, it has changed my life. And it doesn't taste like dirty dishwater. It actually tastes like molasses. So every morning, I have hot water, lemon with M2 in it. In fact, my 10-year-old this morning was having a drink of it. And I said, what's wrong? Because I know when he's not feeling right, he'll have some and it fixes him up. And he said, oh, I had a bit of a sore throat, so I'm having some M2. And I thought that was adorable. Anyway, till next time.